Amen. Thanks. Everybody doing good so far, right? Good, good, good. Y'all aren't very loud. I'm very loud. Well, I'm going to tell you what, when the Lord laid this on my heart, I think it's always a good time to go back and kind of just, we, we go out a little bit and we, we pick up some new things, you know, the Lord showed us, then we come back and uh, just, just major on the majors. And what I mean by that, I want to encourage you in the Lord today. I was telling people this week, I said, man, the Lord really laid this uh, on my heart. I said, if you got somebody with a shovel lip wearing a frown, bring them to church. Because I don't know how you're going to leave here today not encouraged, okay? So what I'm talking about today is, let's get this thing up, that we are accepted. In Christ, you are 100% accepted. And I tell you, if I spend more time on anything else, pastoring and, and talking to folks, it's to encourage them in the Lord of who we are in Christ and, and helping them to understand that God is for you, not against you. So I'm going to start out with this scripture here. And we're going to break that down. And uh, I want to read this to you. Hebrews 4.16, it says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That doesn't sound like a God that's trying to keep something from you, does it? It sounds like he's welcoming you in. And notice when I said that I want to encourage you in Christ, I'm talking about in that relationship. So I'm going to hit you with the gospel message right out of the chute. You know, it, it amazes me sometimes when we've been different places over the last 13 years that you hear a lot of information, but you don't hear the, the information that's going to make the transformation. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will always hear that here. That is always our prayer. We want you to know what it takes to have a personal relationship with Christ and then give you opportunity to receive him. Okay? So that's what we're all about. We're all about sharing what Christ is doing and, and, and showing you how to come into that relationship. And how you come into that relationship is putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for what he did on the cross of Calvary. Nothing we can add to it. Nothing that we can do to, to get him to love us any more or any less. But it's when we put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Okay? So that's where we're going to start off from. But what I see here, when I started breaking this down, this is kind of what the Lord laid on my heart. Talking about being accepted. Isn't it good to be accepted? You know, I pray when everybody comes in here, they feel accepted right where you are. Right where you are. That's the thing that God shows me over and over and over, that I love you just the way you are. But I love you too much to leave you there. See, what he wants to do, he'll take you right where you are. And when you come into that relationship, when you say, Lord, I've got some issues in my life, but I'm laying them at the cross for you. I'm putting my faith and trust in what you did. So now I'm in Christ, the great exchange here, where he takes... His righteousness applies it to our life, and we lay our sin down, and we say, Lord, I want what you have. Come into my life today. That's the gospel and the message. The gospel means good news. That's some good news. We don't deserve that, right? That's the grace. Remember, we talked about grace last week. So that's going to be our launching point. But when I thought about breaking down, uh, being accepted, the Lord laid these three categories on my, on my heart right here. Let me click my button there. Confidence, belonging, and one more click, security. And so I think what we're going to do today, I hope you, everybody got a sheet. If they need one, raise, raise your hand. Miss Denise will be sure to get one to you. Um, again, um, if you guys have any prayer requests or anything, we have a little box in the back. You can put them in there. We pray over them daily. Um, and just want to let you know that you guys are covered in prayer every day, every day. When you're coming and going, that's a big thing because prayers are important. So we stand in agreement with the goodness and the grace of God over your life, over your situation. How does it make you feel? No, you've been prayed for before you even wake up usually because our prayer warrior right here gets up early, <laughs> early and meets with the Lord. And that's awesome stuff. And then we just join in as we go. So what I want to do is take a look at this 
and I'm going to break it down a little bit. First, we're going to start with confidence, okay? Good. Now, when I first start thinking about confidence, if you talk to people in the world, if you talk about uh, confidence, a lot of times they think, well, that guy's a know-it-all, you know? Or they might think, well, you know, it's pride, it's arrogance and stuff. That's not what we're talking about. So what I did, I actually looked the word up and said, let's see what it, what it means. All right? Full trust, belief in the powers, trustworthiness, or reliability of a person or a thing. We're talking about a person, Jesus Christ. Amen? Check this out. We have every confidence in their ability to succeed. Now, our confidence doesn't come in what we do. It, our confidence comes in who we are in Christ and that relationship, right? And what God's going to do in our life. And that's what I think is so amazing when we start looking at things like that. So we're talking about we need to correct our thinking. It's about full trust, belief, and the reliability. Our confidence comes through our relationship with Christ. Amen. He's the one that gives us boldness and zeal. Now, I've always liked to talk. But when I don't know what uh, I'm talking about, I usually do this. Okay? And there's still a lot for me to learn about the Lord. But I tell you what, I do know this. He came... And he died for our sins, and he rose again. And I got that. I got that a long time ago. And you know what? When to get that, you have to receive that. You got to get it from dropping from the head knowledge into the heart knowledge. I pray everyone here today grabs a hold of that truth because that's how we're accepted, not by our works, not by our giving, not by our doing, but by what Jesus did. So when we look at that, we start putting our faith and trust in what he did. That's the confidence we have. I talked about boldness and zeal. A lot of times we talk about sharing our faith or getting outside the walls and talking to people about Jesus. And they say, well, buddy, that's easy for you because you like to talk. And, buddy, that's easy for you because you play guitar and this, 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 this. We can find a bunch of different things and say, oh, that person or this person. I'm going to tell you what. God's called all of us to do that. And he's equipped all of us to do that. Now, he equips us different ways. I'm going to tell you what. Some of the folks that have spoken to my life uh, over the years, it, it's amazing. I have had some of my rock and roll buddies over the time that, that knew the Lord and walked away from the Lord, but he still, the Lord still had a hold on. And I'm doing things in my life, and they go, hey, dude, that's not good. I'm like, what does he know? And he starts telling me all these things. I'm like, wow. How do you know it? See, because the Spirit of the Lord was still working in that person. A lot of times we, we, we get the radio frequency off a little bit because we're not listening. But he says that you are sealed by his Spirit. And I'm so thankful. The time that you think that nobody can show you something is a time that you probably got a real big lesson to learn. I'm going to tell you that. When I did street ministry several years ago, the first thing my buddy said, I said, man, I don't know nothing about doing street ministry. He said, just love on people. Tell them about Jesus and pray with them. And then that, when I was walking off, and he goes, hey, buddy, boy. That's what he always called me. Oh, Chris. He said, and God will speak through them too. And that just went off in my brain over and over and over. I'm going to tell you what I found people that know scripture better than I do after 15 years in the ministry. Man, they were ministering to me. You know, it's amazing. It's really amazing. But a lot of times, they don't apply what they got. Today, I pray that we're applying what God's done for us, that we receive that and we're applying it because our confidence comes in him. Amen? Good deal. Now, check this out. You want to break this down? You know, this is y'all's part to say Amen. Water break. Yeah, I need a little clicker slide on there. Check this out. I want to go back to this again. Hebrews 4.16. Let us then 
approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I'm going to break that down a little bit. When we think about this, so what, we go with confidence so that we may receive mercy. Mercy. What do you think about when you hear mercy? What I first thought about was mercy is when my next door neighbor used to grab me and put me in a chicken wing. And I'm tapping out saying, Uncle Mercy, anything like that. That's not what we're talking about here, okay? We're talking about mercy here is, uh, let me see what I get. Benevolence, forgiveness, and generosity. Generosity. What is generosity? When you think of generosity, what do you think about? Giving, right? And, and you know what? If you ever see somebody that really loves people, they're going to give. I'm not talking necessarily money or this or that. They might give of their time. They might give of their ear. They might give of what they have. But I'm going to tell you, every time you see love, love starts to give. For God so loved the world that he gave. I say that a lot. Man, that's, that's the intro right there, man. He loved us so that he gave his only son, all right? Now, let's keep on rolling with that. So that, why, why was that? So that we could find grace, favor. Remember our breakdown from the other week when we were here? I put down uh, grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace, we don't deserve it, can't earn it, can't buy it, can't manipulate it. You know, I, I did a radio, it just, just popped in my mind. I did a radio interview with a guy out of uh, Ohio about three or four years ago. And he was asking about the ministry and stuff. And one of the things he said just stuck in my mind. He would say that to every caller. He said, I just want you to know that God loves you and you can't do anything about it. And I was like, what? And I thought about that. He says, I want you to know that God loves you and you know what? I go, what? He goes, and you can't do a thing about it. And he was talking about God's grace and God's mercy. And that's what I want us to see today. God's riches, right, at Christ's expense. Is for you. You are accepted in him, man. We got confidence in that, right? So we got full trust. We got belief in the power. Who's got the power? God. Now, guess what? We have authority. And we've used this before. I want to talk about the authority that you have as a believer. Now, this is not on the sheet, but the Lord's leading me this way. You think about this. If you come into town and there's a police officer and he goes, hey, whoa, stop. And man, there is traffic backed up for a mile. Does he do that because he works out? Because he does the P90X? No. I can't do it. About kill me. If y'all know what I'm talking about, it's a workout over there. That thing will work you out. But does he do it because of his strength and his own ability? No. It's because the power and authority that the city of Pocosin has put through that man. So if he can stop a car, now don't, don't run out in front of the street, people. You know what I'm talking about. But if he can stop up front in the street to play, but if he could, he could do that, with the authority of Pekosa. What can you do in your life with the authority of the believer that's put their confidence in Jesus Christ? Do we got confidence that we will succeed? We need to. Also, last week we were talking about, man, this thing right here, our tongue. Man, I gotta tell you another story. I gotta watch my clock. I talked to somebody this week, and um, I was a part of something, and I was just encouraging them about what I saw. I said, hey, this dude was really great. And they said, yeah, but, you know, we should have done this. And I said, man, I thought this really went good, and you guys did a lot of work over here. And they go, yeah, but, you know, it's all this. And, and so five times I encouraged this person. Five times they did this. It kicked me in the shin, man. And we don't realize that. Yeah, but, 
Yeah, but you start bringing up this doubt, start nailing the, the nail of, of, of doubt in your coffin, and you wonder, well, nothing good happens to me. I guess not. You've done programmed it, you know? Man, so when we think about that, I just say, open our hearts to what people are, are speaking and make sure they're lining it up with the, with the word. And are we speaking love? Are we speaking confidence? Are we speaking uh, the belonging to people to encourage them? Are we tearing them down? Because so many times, that person that you're talking to, where they've come from, they've got a lot of that in here. So our job as believers and encouragers in Christ is to love them out of that and into Christ. Amen? That's, that's the plan of attack, okay? So that's what I'm talking about. I said something about this earlier too, about grace. Grace always gives. I kept trying to think of a way to explain this. Grace always gives. Grace doesn't go, well, I'll do this if you do that. No, that's a wage. That's a deal. Let's make a deal. Well, you know what? There's no deals. If there's any type of deal, the best deal going is Jesus. And the deal is this. He said, you know what? Whosoever calls upon the name of my name, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, that's a good deal. But, you know, a lot of times we go, yeah, but. We get that same thing like I got to call it. Yeah, but. That's not in my Bible. It says, that's it. Eternal life. Wow. That's the confidence that we have in him. So we're going to move on to the next slide. Everybody got some good notes going? They said, yes, we do. Amen, amen. Good deal. We're going to break it out a little bit more. I love giving you scripture because if you write that down, you can come back and go to this and study it through the week and be encouraged each and every day through what God's speaking in his word. All right? Check this out. Our confidence in Christ. Colossians 2, 8, and 8 through 10. Okay? It says, don't let one capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come through human thinking and from the spiritual powers of the world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body, fully man, fully God, okay? So you are also complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. How many of y'all been watching the news this week? And uh, today, what's the day? The 22nd, right? We're still here. Y'all know what I'm talking I'm about. You know, we're still here. Um, I'm telling you, you know, we, we look at stuff and, uh, whew. Mm. He says, no man knows the hour of the day. He's going to come like a thief in the night. What we're talking about, there was somebody who was saying that they read through the Bible and they got this calculation that Jesus was coming back. They got that part right. He's coming back. And he says, no man knows the time or the hour. But this cat figured he knew the, knew the time. Spend millions and billions of dollars. I appreciate the heart behind that. But what about the part that says nobody knows the time or the day? I'm not saying don't be prepared. I, I say every day be prepared. But you know what? When you get some of this stuff out here and it's not lining up with God's word, kick it to the side like grandmama says. If it ain't there, move on. Very thankful for a, a mother-in-law who keeps me straight. She's awesome. I wish she was here today. All right, now let's go look at this. The spiritual powers of the world. What do we think about that? Man, there's some darkness in this world. If you think the devil's some guy with a little red pitchfork sitting on the sidelines, you're wrong. I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to prepare you and tell you that we are complete in Christ. We send him on the run from our words, through our faith, through the power of Jesus Christ. All right? So I'm going to take a look at this here and pull back through our notes. One of the things that I see when we, when we have... Our relationship and our confidence in Christ. If you see somebody that is confident in Christ, 
One of the things that you'll see, you'll see many things, but the one thing I want to have, you'll see peace in their life. What? Let me tell you, every one of us go through stuff. Somebody might be going through a rougher road at one time than this person, but I'm going to tell you, if you live long enough, you're going to have some turbulent times. It's going to be rough. And, um, but the difference between going through that as a believer and a non-believer is something else. I see guys all the time at work. Man, look at my 401k. It's going down. It's going up. It's doing this. I'm thinking, man, my, I'm invested in something that pays eternal dividends. Jesus. I'm not saying you don't save money and don't be uh, you know, shrewd in those things there. But I'm going to tell you what. He says that he's going he's gonna to make it and take care of us. He's going to give us wisdom to do those things. And I think we should save and do. Don't get me wrong on that. But ultimately, cash in on Christ. All right? So that's what I was looking at when we're going through these things. The peace. Um, my partner, I don't want to give all her testimony away, but uh, many of you know that she's had some different surgeries, and she's been through a surgery before without Christ. We were talking about it on the way home last night. We played in uh, Fox Hill. And the difference between going through a situation with Christ, and then she had to go back through some more surgery, uh, I mean, without Christ, and go through some surgery with Christ, she says, it still hurt, but it was so much better. I want you guys to understand it. Sometimes when we're going through stuff, and even though we have confidence, it still hurts. But the peace comes from knowing who holds our future. That's the deal, man. That's what I want us to hammer home on here today, all right? So I want us to try a new habit this week, all right? I want us to try this. Let this sink down in our heart. I want you to say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. You think about it. In my marriage, Lord, I trust you. At my job, when they're laying off, I'm going to trust you. With my wayward children, I trust you. With what's going on out there, I trust you. I challenge you this week to speak that. Speak that into existence and watch how God's peace comes back over you when it starts becoming more than words and it becomes confidence in Christ. That's when you see that you're moving off the mark you're, you're, to, to the good, okay? You're not sitting there in your own strength. You're saying, I'm going to step out that boat a little bit. I'm going to step out that boat. I'm going to tell you, just like we've seen here in this very place, how we've stepped out a little bit, stepped out a little bit. God said, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that. I talked to a guy last night, uh, another minister that I've done stuff with over the years. And he says, hey, man, how's things going? I said, it's going good. And I got to share a few things. And he said, uh, well, did you get your 5013C stuff? I said, oh, we did that in 2000. Matter of fact, I didn't know nothing about it. And a guy came to my house and said, hey, you need to make sure you got all your tax stuff right. I go, I don't know nothing about tax stuff. He said, well, uh, think about that. The next day, the guy calls me. He says, you need to go see this lawyer buddy of mine. He's going to take care of it. I said, man, we ain't got no money for that. He said, I didn't ask you that you have money for that. I said, you need to go. We went, rolled up there, and I said, uh, sir, I just want to make sure. I'm like all up front dealing guy. I don't want no stuff in the background. I said, um, a friend of mine told me, he said, oh, yeah, it's all paid for. I said, excuse me? He said, it's already taken care of. Um, I've set everything up for your ministry. This is what's going on here. This is for taxes. This is for going here and all this stuff. And uh, make sure we're going to put the, the, um, the name as it is for the incorporation and stuff. I'm going, I started crying because I knew what it cost. But God had already worked through somebody and paid it in full. That's when you say, oh my gosh. So when we see things going on that we can help with, guess what? We try to do that. And we don't go, look at us, look what we're doing. We just go, oh, there's a need there? Okay. Check your mailbox. Oh, and it doesn't always have to be monetary. Sometimes it's, 
Hey, uh, I hear you're moving. You're moving? Yeah, okay. And then we show up with a couple of trucks and they go, I didn't know you guys were coming. No, that's all right. You know, because that's the confidence and that's the belonging that we should have as a family in Christ. When we see a need, let's stand in the gap. We might not be to do everything all the time, but the time that we can and God puts us our hearts, let's do it. Let's do that, be that type of church, all right? So I want to keep rolling with this here. I want to give you a scripture here to encourage you with this. God is all about planting dreams in our hearts. And he will, he will do that. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, a lot of times people will read that part and they'll think about, oh, he's going to give me the lottery numbers. That's not what I'm talking about. You know? I'm going to tell you what. I had, many of y'all know this, my big dream was play guitar and own a hot dog stand. I was like, I mean, I won't shoot real high, you know? But I thought, you know, I just might make that, you know? I'm thinking, man, I know, I know the hot spots at Buckra. I'll wheel that baby out there, give me some sunblock, and I'm in, you know? <laughs> and it seems like I probably need to invest in more sunblock these days. But anyway, God said, no, I got a bigger plan for you. You talk about somebody humble having the privilege to be able to share the message. Man, I, I, I'm reading all the time. I'm studying all the time because I'm hungry. I'm thirsty for God, right? And guess what? I still blow it. But I know this thing. He says, when you, when you turn from your sin and you confess your sin to me, I'll wipe it clean. I want you to receive that today, you know? Because sometimes what happens when we leave here, we feel good and then Monday comes and you got to deal with that guy in your office or that girl at the bus stop. Or whoever it is. The, the, the people at DMV or something. Lord bless them. Kim's not here. Not our DMV. She hears us on the table. <laughs> Whoop, let's rewind that. But I mean, just, you know, they're trying to do their job and there's long lines and they're dealing with people. And people can be tough sometimes, man. I'm telling you. So you know what? When God calls you to do something, he will give you what you need to succeed. All right? I want to give you a scripture here. Uh, I don't have it on there. I want to read it to you. It's uh, in the Amplified Bible. Ephesians 3.20. Now check this out. It says, Now to him who by the action of his power that is wor at work in us is able to carry out his purpose and do far over and above all that we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, and hopes or dreams. That's what he wants to do in your life. But we listen to the world and I can. Now, you know, if I, I, I deal with somebody or talk to somebody and I say, well, you know, what's going on in your life? And they say, yeah, I want to do this, this, but I can't. I go, why? Well, I just can't. That amazes me. I can't. They can't tell you why they can't. They just tell you they can't. Well, I said, what happens if, if you say you can? You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, now we got a little thorn behind that. Let's move. Let's move. Did he say it's going to be easy? No. But you know what? As we call on the King of Kings and we have confidence in Christ, that's what happens. His mercy comes so that we can receive grace, right? Just what we saw. All right, moving on, moving on. All right, everybody doing good? Amen, amen. That'd be good if I had these in order. It don't matter. I don't use them anyway. <laughs> I really, I know. I just, it just, I go, oh, I should have said that. Mm. That don't mean I don't study, I do. Belonging, when you think about belonging, and we talk about that a little bit, when you come in here, I pray that you feel that you belong. One of the things that we've seen over the last 13 years in doing ministry and stuff, sometimes you feel, man, when you walk in, sometimes it's, it's a place that's just like, uh-oh, I didn't dress right. Eek. 
I'm not. I'm sitting in the wrong seat. You know all these things, man. And y'all, you know what I love? Y'all mess me up sometimes because everybody switches seats. So I'm looking for like my brother-in-law, and he's not. He's over there. You know. But Miles is pretty faithful. <laughs> he's gonna grab that road back there. And Steve said, "I will sit back here." You know. <laughs> and that's okay too, baby. That's good. We'll take you any way where you want to come. But you know what? I pray you feel comfortable when you come in here. Now, comfortable doesn't mean that we're not serious about what God's doing. What we want you to know is God loves you right where you're at, and so do we. And if you, if you grasp that and that gets down to your spirit, guess what? You're going to bring a friend, and you're going to bring another friend, and you're going to talk about it on Monday, and you're going to talk about it on Wednesday, and you're going to say, man, last week I was at church, and my pastor, he lit a Bible on fire. And they're going to say, what? And you don't have, you know, then you explain, no, it was part of what he was doing, you know? And then they're going to come this week because they always say, what you got going? The kids are, what you going to do this week? I got something for you. Don't leave. I got something for you. I got to wrap it up here. Oh, yes, it is. So when I looked at what belonging means, to be in a relationship, to have the proper qualifications, to be appropriately placed. Now, let's take a look at this. We'll go ahead and read this. This is in Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, Okay. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance that he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Now let's break that down a little bit, okay? That's why I want to take a look at this. When you talk about, when you believe, what did he do? He identified you as his own. You belong. You belong. You belong. All right. Then he goes on here and tells us what else we got here. Guaranteed with the spirit. Right. We have we've been qualified. Remember what this says? Belonging. I didn't even notice. I looked this up. and I said, wow, this is right on time. We start looking at this. Okay, to have proper qualifications. How many times you've been passed over for a job because you don't have the qualifications? How many times you've been passed over because you've been overqualified? That has never happened to me. (laughs) Never, never happened to me. They're like, uh, have you ever thought about going back to school? For a long time. No. But you know what? God didn't say that. Isn't that so cool? God didn't say that. And I took off running. I took every Bible class, everything online, Billy Graham, this, that, and everything, because I was hungry for the Lord. And he's like, hey, I got you back. Just start speaking. And God continues to grow us in that. So the next thing, we're qualified because of what? Because the Holy Spirit lives in us. When we ask the Lord to come into our life, we are qualified because he qualified us with his spirit. That's the good news. All right? Now, let's take a look at here. What else do we got to be appropriately placed? We are placed in the family of God. Now, sometimes when you, to me, um, when you say family, I just like that. There's some people I know that's got a family that go, oh, I used to play music with a guy, and he would not tell his family where we were playing. He said, do you have to put it in the paper? I said, yes. When do you put it in the paper? He was going to go over and take the paper from his sister's house. So they were, I'm t- this is the truth. And so I got to tell you this. We'd be playing, and uh, he would always, I don't know, it's about a singer. They would always be late. Love the guy, and he's got to bring a microphone, and he's late. All the stuff set up. Goes, hey. And I go, hey, dude, what's going on? He goes, yeah, hey. And, and I said, hey, I met one of your, he's got a big fan. I said, your sister's here. He goes, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I was like, what? I'm sorry. And I was like, what's going on? Man. By about the third song, I knew what he meant. Man, she was out there. She was dancing. And we were playing. And she's grabbing and pulling. And you know Alan, my guitar partner over here, I was like, I got behind him. 
I was like, help me, help me. And Rick was going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. And I said, you know, what day do you want to get the paper? Because we ain't putting this in there again. But you know what, it's true. But you know what, God loves her just where she's at. But I would want it to love her from a further distance. <laughs> but, but you know, it's crazy, man. It is crazy. Mm-mm-mm. So I want to tell you that family is a good thing with God. Family is a good thing with God, all right? We're going to move on here. Got a couple more things I want to hit. I want to show you what belonging looks like, all right? You're wanted. Not at the post office. You want it here. Okay, I gotta clarify that, especially some of my friends in here. But <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all. Oh my goodness, you have value. God says you're His masterpiece. You're His masterpiece. I won't tell you what He used a lot of dough on me, and He's still molding and kneading and stuff. But God's good because I belong. You're special. Do you feel special? David, you're laughing way too hard. I won't let him go on now. They were like, yeah, yeah. He's like, can you take that out of the tape? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You're lovable. I ain't even looking over that, Dave. You know what? Sometimes God calls us to be the lovable to the unlovable, or what we think. But God says you're lovable. He says, you're worth it. That's why he sent Jesus. That's what it's all about. I want us to see that we have confidence in Christ. I want us to see that we belong in Christ, okay? It's all about his eyes. If we could have the eyes of Christ, man, what would people look like? What would, what would that lady that just gets on your nerves look like? What about that guy that just won't leave you alone? What would that look like? You know what? It looked like love because that's the eyes of God. And I pray that as we spend time with God, that we can love what we think is the unlovable and understand through the eyes of Christ they are lovable. Amen? Very good. All right, you're worth it. You know why? Because right here, you are 100% accepted by God through Jesus Christ's sacrifice. You're accepted. So as we go on, I've got a couple more slides to hit, and then we got a little demonstration. Is this making sense? Is this taking root? Are we going to try something new this week and say, Lord, I trust you? I trust you in these areas of my life? And understand that you are qualified because of his blood. You are qualified because he sealed you with his spirit. All right? We have right relationship with God the Father because of what Jesus did. Amen? All right. Spent a lot of time on this. And I got a lot of scripture and we're going to go right through it. I want you guys to be able to write this down and come back and study this, okay? Secure. Secure, 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 secure. All right? In a family. I can do whatever I want, run off and this and that and everything. Jesse's still my son. Thomas is still my son. They're still my boys. Do they make me mad sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I would ask my dad if he was here. I asked, I said, well, if you don't feel good, you don't need to come today. Because <laughs> I know what he said. He'd be amen. And, you know, <laughs> my dad be like, boy, we love you, sister. <laughs> no, man, my dad, my dad and mom are so good to me. That's, they're great. They are. They're good stuff. Oh, man, but my dad will get me when, when I can. Every now and then he'll give you one of those. All right. In love. All right, let's take a look at this. Romans 8, 1 and 2. And, and this is just paraphrasing what we have there. I want you to let this sink in. I'm going to read this to you. I'm free forever from condemnation. If you get a chance this week, I want to encourage you to read uh, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I give you a little homework because you know what it's going to do. It's going to encourage you, okay? Take a look at this. Romans 8, 28 tells us that I'm assured that all things work together for the good, all right? 
Just like when Miss Tanya was sharing with me, even though she went through some different things and it hurt, I believe she could back that up. I believe most of us could back that up, walking without the Lord and then walking with the Lord. That we don't see when we're in the middle of that trial how that could be good. We just don't understand. And maybe we don't even understand this side of heaven. But I'm going to tell you what. We can trust in the confidence of Christ. He's going to work all things together for the good. That's his business. That's what he does. He's a good God and he loves you. All right. Romans 8, 35 through 39 basically says this. I cannot be separated from the love of God. Man, he's not going to throw you out. He's not going to throw you out. He loves you so much that he puts his arm out. He loves you this much. That's what he did on the cross for each one of us, okay? 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 2 basically says this. I have been established, anointed, and sealed by God. Sealed. When I think about sealed, man, I, I'm not talking about uh, something that you could break. I'm talking about a seal with the Holy Spirit. Remember, he said that this is the promise of the guarantee that he gives us that we learned a couple of verses back, right, in Ephesians. Man, that, y'all ought to be hollering in here, man. I'm telling you what. Yeah, yeah, woo Don't make me have to pipe in some background woo-hoos, all right, on the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is some revival material here, man. I figure y'all be out of yes. Give me a chicken leg and let's go another hour. You know? <laughs> Philippians 1, 6. I am confident that the good work God has begun in me will be perfected. Man, when we're running this race, sometimes we're running, and, and we want to run straight, but sometimes we're over here in the cheap seats, man, and we're over here and we're picking thorns out our feet. But you know what? If we focus our eyes back on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he will pull you back on course. You know, I want to tell you something else. You don't drift on course. I know a lot of guys do some boating and stuff. Dave was telling me he went fishing right there, and he was the king fisherman, weren't you, buddy? He's an amen. That's right. But you know what? I guarantee you, if you didn't have the anchor thing put down there, you can tell I don't swim, the anchor thing, you'd drift. You would drift. You would drift. If we're not anchored in the truth of God's word, we can drift. So anchor in on the promises of God. Amen? Got a couple more. Philippians 3.20, I'm a citizen of heaven. Just happen to be at Shoal Circle right now. But you know what? Think about that. So many times, this is not our home. We're just passing through. We are ambassadors for Christ. We represent Christ. So you know what? I'm going to tell you another little story. Me and Jesse, we went to IC's house the other day, dropped something off. And he, he's got to have my phone because it's got games on it. So I'm pulling back out on with Creek. And I'm trying to bring the boy up, you know, to help me drive a little bit. You know, he'll be driving for you now. And I said, hey, is everything good over there? He goes, yeah. He never even looked up. I said, is any car coming? He said, you're good. <laughs> All right. And I said, hey, you didn't even look up. But I pulled in. He goes, well, you're driving. <laughs> I said, oh, so I've got him now. I said, well, what do you think would have happened if that car would have hit you on your side? He said, I'd be in heaven. Didn't even blink. Kept on going. That's the confidence that he has in Christ. He didn't, first, he put the blame where it belonged. He said, hey, you driving. Next, he said, well, I'll be in heaven. Wouldn't that be good to have that all the time? Because we go, oh, I don't know. Man, I don't know you. They don't even have insurance. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Oh, they scratched my favorite car. So he said, oh, man, worry about it. I'll be in heaven. I'll be jamming with Jesus. With your trumpet, won't you, brother? All right. Good deal. 2 Timothy 1.7, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Perfect love casts out fear. 
If you got a little fear in your life, crank up the love. And you watch that flee. You watch that flee, okay? But power, love, and a sound mind. Suppose they have the mind of Christ. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, when you got saved, your brain's still thinking about yesterday. So it takes a little time, right? So we need to be in God's word so that we can get that thing on the right track. And sometimes it, it's a lot of work. Matter of fact, all the time, it's a lot of work because we still got this flesh. So, you know, I'm thinking about doing a series on this too. You know, if we spent two hours in God's word, that's probably a lot for some people and, and not much for others. You spend an hour in church, and let's say you pray 10 minutes a day for six days, and then you come in here. That's only two hours. And if I did my math right, I think there's like 166 more hours that you'd be here in the world. Yee. We need to be filling up on God a little bit more, don't we? Amen. All right. I never allot for my stories when I do this, so I'm watching the clock. <laughs> Here's some more scriptures, and we're just gonna I'm gonna read through these, and then uh, we're gonna jump on out of here. Is everybody doing good? Amen. Got a lot to be smiling about today. Absolutely. What does God say about you? And I'm just gonna do some of these paraphrases right here. John 1:12. Basically, he says, "I'm a I'm a child of God." Do you know that you're a child of God when you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior through faith, just trusting Him, right? Romans 5:1. I have been justified. What does that mean? Just as if I've never sinned. I like that. I like that. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. I am united with the Lord and I am one spirit with him. His spirit dwells in us. That's our connection through Christ into the throne room just like we saw, right? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. I've been bought with a price. I belong to God. You're not your own anymore. Everybody say, I'm my own man. I don't want to be my own man. I want to be Jesus' man. Because I saw what my own man could do for me. Show me how much I needed Jesus. I can tell you that. That was a good part about it. But I tell you what, so many times we've run from that. We've been redeemed just like a coupon. We've been purchased, bought out of sin, and walk into righteousness because of what he's done. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. I'm a member of Christ's body. Just like we're here, we come together, spokes in the wheel for Jesus. God's working in your life. Ephesians 1, 1. I am a saint and a holy one. Oh, man, I could preach on that. Because if I ask people, say, well, are you a saint? They go, oh, no. But you know what? What we have to identify with is through Christ, we are in right relationship. We are. If we ask Jesus to come into our life, that's how God looks at us. Because when he looks at me or Tim or you or any of, anyone here that's given their life to the Lord, to ask the Lord to come in, he doesn't see our sin because it's been washed out by what Jesus did on the cross. That's a good feeling. Man, I'm telling you what, man, I'm pulling bricks off you today now. Come on, y'all shout a little bit. Colossians 1.14, I have been redeemed and forgiven my favorite part, for all my sin. God didn't just save you for, you know, 36 months. Amen. You know, it's not like a car loan for 60 months. It's not till you mess up. He's I take the whole deal, lay it at the cross, and walk in the righteousness of him. And the last one I got here is Colossians 10. I am complete in Christ. That's what I want you to get if you take something away here. I'm complete in Christ, right? Well, you know what? A lot of times we feel disjointed and stuff. Well, you know what? Dig a little deeper in the Word. Come to some Bible study. Get around some other folks. Let's pray with you. Put a prayer card in the back. Let's, let's work this thing together. We're part of the body. We're going to love this. We're going to love you. All right? And that's what our, our deal is. We want to be able to come alongside. And also, it works both ways. Because we're in this with you. And like I said, we're in this for the long haul. But we're in it together. And through Christ, we can make a difference. Amen? Now, last week, how many people made last week? You remember stop, drop, and roll, right? 
They said no. Yeah. Huh? Okay, stop, drop, and roll. Y'all remember that a little bit? Y'all know what it actually means like a fire, right? Better keep this. I'm going to ask my assistant to come over here and help me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Tim's Mr. Safety. All right. Oh, my goodness. I like it when Tim gets a dangerous job. So yeah. Not me. I want... <laughs> The flamethrower. Now look, this is what I want to talk about. So many times, what do we fill up through the week? What do we fill up on? What are we counting on? And so many times when, when the things heat up in our life, what happens? We just explode. So I've got two friends of mine, Harry and Larry, that's going to help us out. And Tim. Now, we'll take Harry first. <laughs> David, 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 you're... you're David, you're disqualified on this one. <laughs> David tried to help me one time and it didn't go good. But so, I love you though, man. I told don't let David buy the balloons. For y'all listening, <laughs> you should have been here. So what we did, we got him here and then we got gas in this. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Just going, have a little faith, brother. <laughs> so let's go back to what we learned today. Are we, do we have confidence in Christ? Do we belong in Christ? Absolutely, right? And are we secure in Christ? Now, when somebody's walking with the Lord, they've been filling up on the water of the word, right? I wish I had a camera. Thomas, take a picture of this one. Then you got to. All right? <laughs> Website, here we go, man. Oh, my goodness. But what happens is so many times is if we're not feeding on the ways of uh, uh, the, the word of the Lord, you know, like Harry here, making him nervous. <laughs> like Harry here, what happens so many times is this, that when... Tough times heat up. Guess what happens? Oh, what happens? Now, that's a fire. Stop, drop, and roll. That's why we did that one in the series. All right, so when things in the world heat up and something comes up around Harry's way, oh, oh, he gets a little hot-headed, don't he? Yeah. Now, let's take his brother Larry, for example. Now, Larry's been filling up on the Word, right? The water of the Word, and the Spirit of the Lord lives in Harry. Lord. <laughs> So I want to show you what happens in a believer's life. <laughs> when they, do, they, 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 they pray against the flame. No. And they turn around. When things start heating up in their life, what do they do? They just drink in more word. They just drink in more word. When it heats up and it comes around this side, they just drink in more And you know what? It's going to be all right. So what I want to show you today, thanks, Tim. Give him a hand. That brave soldier of the Lord. Are we drinking in? what God's done for us? Are we drinking in the fullness of what God's done for us? You know, are we understanding that God's for us? Do we understand that we have confidence in Christ, that we belong? Well, today, guys, we're just going to bring this to a close like we always do, just like I said in the very beginning about the gospel of Jesus Christ, about his death, burial, resurrection, about us receiving that. And so right now, I'm just asking you to close your eyes, and we're going to give you an opportunity to receive that right now. If you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I want you to really listen. And if you have, I want you to pray for the person beside you. Okay? Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for your message. We thank you that we can have fun and still learn about the goodness of God. Lord, that we have confidence in you through Christ, that we belong because your spirit qualifies us because of what Jesus did, and we are secured. No one can pluck us out of your hand. So if you're here today and you've never made that decision to Jesus Christ, and, and, you, and you're having a little difficult time with that, let me help you with this. The Bible tells us 
that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And if that's your prayer today, with all eyes closed and hearts open, I just ask you to look up here because I want to pray with you. If you've never done that before, we're going to pray and you're going to know 100% because God said, if you ask me, I'll save you. Amen. So if that's your prayer today, you just say, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I'm trusting what you did on the cross. I believe you're the Son of God and you paid my sin debt in full. Father, today I call upon the name of Jesus. You are my Savior and I am your child. If that's you today, you got something to celebrate. And we want to share that with you. And I always like to go one step further because, you know, a lot of times within this world, we have some tough times. We have some rough, rough road. So if we feel like we've been walking off or drifting off, man, I'm going to tell you what God says. Come on home. So if that's you today, I just say, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. Father, I'm praying for us as a church family. Draw us back to you. Back to your grace and to your goodness. Forgive us when we walk away, Lord. Fill us again so that we can be all that you call us to be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys, let's jump to our feet. We're going to send you off with a song. Did anybody get a little something out of that today? Did we have a good time?